0: Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Today's episode is all about purpose. And a bit of a spoiler here, the key thing I'd love for you to leave with in this episode is that purpose is not synonymous with career. And I bring this up because this is one of the biggest struggles I see my clients experience. They take a look at themselves. They took a look, take a look at what they want from their career. And they make it their mission to get that dream job, that perfect career. And they believe that once they get it, they'll be living their purpose. Think about how much pressure that puts on your job. And think about how much pressure that puts on you to be able to create that job. And think about how many opportunities, because of all that pressure, you've now created for yourself to second guess whether that's the right career. Is that really what your purpose is? Did I get it right? And think about what if something happens that eliminates that job from being available to you? Whether it's a change in technology or whether it's a change uh, in yourself and your own abilities or uh, interests or options. And now your career isn't just over. Your entire purpose can no longer be met. That is so much pressure to put on a career, on a job, on what you do for a living. And I do believe that our careers can support our purpose. I'm not denying that. Let's not get too rigid here. It's not either it is your purpose or it isn't. But let's not make it synonymous. Let's not make purpose equal career and career equal purpose. Let's allow there to be room for purpose to be served through career, but not to be all encompassing of it. And that is what today's episode is all about. I will share some signs with you to help you to see if you have been making career equal purpose, how that can look, what it feels like, the symptoms of it, and you'll be able to help yourself see if you're there. And then I'll share some steps to help separate the two so that you can have a little more freedom, a little more relief, a little more breathing room in your career and also in your purpose too. Because when we separate these two, It allows us to be so much more creative in the way we pursue our passions, our desires, our purpose. And while it's a noble task to make your career be about fulfilling the purpose that you believe you have, it also is very limiting and narrowing. And we don't want to create a sense of strictness in the idea of serving your purpose. And so this episode will help you release any of that. So that you can find ways to live out your purpose in your career, but it's not a requirement. It's not the end-all be-all, and it will create opportunities for purpose to be felt, to be lived, to be acknowledged, to be honored in all aspects of your life. That is what today is about Before we get into the content, I have a work win to share with you. I am celebrating one of my career clients. We've worked together for a couple months, and guess what? He has just received a job offer for an incredible opportunity. It's one he's been working towards. And not only that, he also has an interview coming up for a dream position, This client went from having a lot of reasons why he couldn't to seeing how he could, to not applying for positions, to reaching out to positions that he was interested in, applying for them, applying for multiple different roles each week, and now he has a job. He's signing the offer letter later today and then he also will be having the opportunity to take on this other position this dream career that has come his way as well and do both at the same time depending on how everything unfolds so here he was looking for a job to pay the bills hoping that it could align with what he wanted and now not only does he have a job that he is pursuing he also has another dream career opportunity coming his way at the same time. This is the beauty of showing up for yourself. This is the beauty of looking at your mind. This is the beauty of helping yourself to see the limits you put upon your own abilities. You can create an incredible career for yourself. You can make money as you do it. Join me in career coaching. I can help you get there. Sign up for your free consult by going to BeliefSeed.com slash schedule. The link is in the show notes. Okay. Purpose is not synonymous with career. So stop making them the same thing. Stop assuming the way to fulfill your purpose means you have to have this amazing career. Yeah, We can have an amazing career. Don't get me wrong. The idea here is not to avoid that, but don't make it required for you to live out your purpose. Because when you do that, it puts so much pressure on your career, which can make it harder for you to create it. It's like you hugged it so tightly, you choked it out almost. We do that with our careers all the time, especially if we're not quite where we wanna be yet, but we can see the potential. We smother our own career because we make it so important, important to the point where it takes over our life. We become caught in the tidal wave, trapped within it itself. The idea of it fulfilling our purpose creates a sense in which we lose ourselves in the process. And yeah, sometimes part of life is you need to lose yourself to rediscover what you truly value. But when we make purpose mean it has to come through your career, we limit all of the other ways in which we could be living a fulfilling life, connected to a purpose beyond just what we do for work every day. And so that is what today is all about. What I want to do now is I want to share with you some signs that you have been combining them into the same thing that you've kind of force the two together, purpose and career, to the point where you've lost sight of the distinction. So I'm going to give you some signs that that's happened because then once you see the signs, it can help you make some adjustments. So the first sign, and these are not in any order other than the order that I thought of them. (laughs) So it's not like this is the most important. It's just that this is one of the signs. So is that every conversation that you have links back to what you do for a living. And yeah, we want to make change in our life. We want to have a career that we enjoy, that lights us up, that gets us excited. And it might even mean that a lot of your attention is focused on your career. But if no matter what you're talking about, you can link it back to your day job or your lack of a job that you want, you've become consumed. You've become the one living for your career as opposed to the other way around. We want our careers to work for us, to be a conduit, a way to help us serve our purpose. We don't want it to be that we
1: are working for our careers.
0: Because when we work for our careers, it's like we serve no purpose until our career is a certain way or a certain place or at a certain
1: level in our minds. And
0: so what we want to do is we want to help ourselves separate career from purpose. So if you're in a conversation and you notice no matter what, you manage to turn it back to career and not just to career, but to Whether or not you're fulfilled, whether or not you see a point, whether or not you have that ideal vision, then take a step back. Ask yourself, what else am I seeing as important in my life? Weave those into the dialogue. Help yourself have conversations where you make career off limits so that you can help yourself find other ways to create meaning and magic beyond just
1: what you do for your job.
0: The other sign is it's this idea that we believe we'll be happy once we get that job that we want. And so then what we do is we defer every single potential joy until we get the job. And I was just coaching a client on this yesterday. She was sharing how she had so much to do, but that it was important because in order to get the career she was after, she had to make some sacrifices. And what that meant was not just like this week, she was going to make sacrifices literally for the last couple years. She's put friends on hold, family on hold, health on hold, pets on hold. She's focused on her on her children, yes, but every other aspect, no, I've got to get the job first. I can't do that. I'm too busy. I can't go on that trip. I can't go on that hike. It was to the point where taking long walks with the dog were not an option because it meant that that time wasn't going to be focused on building her skill set so she could get the job she wanted. I do believe there are phases in life where we focus more on certain aspects like career and let go of the focus on other aspects. But when that becomes the default and and there's no room for change and we hold back the ability to do anything fun until we get the job, We've lost sight of the true purpose of life. I know we frame this episode as being about how career is not synonymous with purpose. But the other thing I wanna point out is seriousness is not synonymous with purpose. People get so serious about living their purpose to the point where there's no room for fun. And so when I was coaching this client, we talked about. What it truly meant to live, and how to create some room for acceptance and joy, and to allow the mess to be there a bit and not have that mean that you can't go for a walk with your dog. And so her commitment to herself next week is she is taking that long hike. She's doing it. Even though the job is not here yet. She's living and allowing herself to have that place for joy. So let me ask you all listening to this podcast, are you deferring your own happiness until some external point, some external job comes to you? Because if you are, you've got it backwards. Oftentimes for us to create the job we want, the joy can come first. When you live your life from a place of purpose fulfillment, where every avenue of life is an opportunity to serve, to grow, to live, to embody your truth, your purpose, it creates the space for that job that does align with that to come to you. But by putting all of those other avenues on hold until you get the job, you're actually putting that job on hold too. So, make room for joy. Take the walk with your dog. Plan a trip. Do something to help yourself access purpose beyond career, and it'll help you create a career that does support your purpose too.
1: The other sign that I wanna share with you you feel personally thwarted when your career
0: doesn't go your way. So if you don't get the job that you want, or if you're in your career and you have an idea for how to take it to the next step, and it doesn't pan out, you feel personally injured from it. And yeah, we are human. And as a human, we often do take things personally. But I want you to see the opportunity here for it to be that your career didn't go the way you wanted it to go. That doesn't mean that you are wrong, that your purpose can't be fulfilled. Maybe there's another way. And when we free ourselves from taking it so personally, what we do is we create room for there to be other ways forward. We thought that that career was going to be the way. Maybe it's not. Maybe we were wrong about that. And when, when, there's, when there's room for us to be wrong about that without it meaning that something is wrong with us as an individual, it allows there to be this opportunity for other careers to present themselves, maybe ones you had never even thought of that do also support your mission, but have other elements in them as well that you hadn't considered things that light you up, that are fun, things that allow you to have space to do other hobbies or activities. And so if you can take out the personal attack, or more so notice when you feel like it's personal, notice in yourself, how are you making it personal? What about The action or lack of action, are you then making mean something about you as an individual? Get clear on that connection so that you can break the connection. When somebody asks you, So tell me about yourself, the first thing many of us say, especially if you're living in Western society, is, Oh, I'm an engineer. Think about even that response I'm an engineer. It's not, Oh, I work as an engineer. It's I'm an engineer. We've literally taken what we do each day and we've made it who we are. So tell me about yourself, Lisa. Oh, I'm a career coach. No, I work as a career coach. I need to remind myself of this constantly because it's so easy for me to lose sight of the difference between career and purpose too. And so I need to remind myself of the same truths that I'm sharing with you today in this podcast. Who you are is not what you do. And the purpose you came here to fulfill is not contingent upon a specific career. Your purpose is beyond your career. Your career can support your purpose. And your purpose can be an aspect of something that's achieved in your career. But they're not the same things. Don't make them the same things. Because as soon as you do, speaking from personal experience here, the pressure is on. Not only do you need to find a career that pays well, you now have to find one that fulfills the entire existence of why you're here. For one, that's a lot of pressure. For two, How the heck do you know why you're here? I mean, I I get that we can have inklings, we can have ideas, and I help my clients to tap into their intuitive knowing, that soul, that inner wisdom within, and that soul will often tell them specific things that they can do to help live out their purpose. But what I also find is the soul never requires it to have to look a certain way. The soul shares things like, this is a way you can fulfill that purpose. But truly, living itself is the purpose. The experience, the ride is the purpose. Do you go to Disneyland to check off a list of items for what you need to do and accomplish at Disneyland? No, you go to Disneyland because you want to have some fun and you experience the rides and you see the characters. And yeah, maybe you have specific things that you want to make sure you go see. But accomplishing the list isn't the purpose of going to Disneyland. The experience of being in Disneyland and enjoying that is the purpose. Apply that now to life itself. The purpose is not to accomplish a bunch of specific things, a bunch of outcomes. The purpose is in the living the experiencing along the way, the way you feel, the way that it influences how you're thinking and what you're doing and the way that your actions demonstrate the values that you're living out and how your actions, your progress, your mindset, your emotions, your spirit, the experience of all of those, how those come together, that's the purpose. And maybe there is a specific theme that you came here to work on. Maybe it's around ownership and personal responsibility. Maybe it's around the art of forgiving. Maybe it's around taking charge and helping others to see that in themselves. Maybe it's around identifying all these different ways of thinking. Maybe it's around creating clarity and wisdom. Maybe it's around understanding and trying on a bunch of different perspectives. Maybe it's around how to respond to chaos. Who knows? You can ask your soul and you can get some guidance on that. But do you hear what I was describing, those themes of purpose? They were so broad because a specific career is not the purpose. It's not like soul, what is my purpose? And the soul says, my dear, your purpose is to become a software engineer. Or my dear, your purpose is to become a
1: trainer and teach people about
0: ethical human resource techniques. I don't even know. Like No, this is, those are ways in which purpose could be fulfilled. Just like you could make a soup and you could flavor it in all these different ways and it's still a soup with a different tang, but it's
1: still a soup. There's so
0: many ways to fulfill your purpose. Your career is one of them. And even within your career, there's multitudes of ways in which your career could serve your purpose, and it could be a variety of different careers within the same lifetime, even. They're not synonymous, though. And here's how you know. Here's how you know when you've separated your career from your purpose when you've made i don't like that statement it's not that you've separated it entirely and they're like in completely different realities it's just that they're not synonymous they're not contingent upon one another so the the career can still matter and has meanings but it doesn't hold the key to all your sense of fulfillment that's a sign that you've separated you have made them not synonymous you've made them supportive of one another but not contingent upon one another. Another sign that you've separated this out in a healthy way is you may prioritize your career as a very important aspect of life, but it's not the end-all be-all. That's a very vague statement. What do I mean by that? Well, it means that you will say no to your career. There are times when you'll say no. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go out to eat with my friend. I'm going to take that day off. I'm not going to do that project. I'm going to say no and it's fine. If you're not ever saying no to your career, to your boss, or to your team, or to that voice in your head that says this is what you need to do to be successful in your job and you never say no to it, you never find an opportunity to pause and say there's room for fun here then time to practice saying no. This is something I often help my clients with because we have so many stories around saying no. And sometimes what I find is my clients will tell me, oh, I don't have a problem saying no. But then the way they say no is they have to build up this defense mechanism where they're like, I don't need you. I can say no. And it's almost like they've overcompensated for a lack of security. Like they kind of secretly think it's maybe not okay to say no. So then they prove to themselves that it's fine, that they can handle it by building up this artificial sense of security and confidence in themselves. That's very fragile, but they make it look strong by puffing out their chest, so to speak, and say no from this place of I can say no and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but you can hear it almost in their voice and in their tone. But there's like an angsty edge to it. And so don't only look at the action of whether or not you're saying no, look at how it feels when you do or don't say no. That'll help you to see. What's going on? That'll help you to get to the value driving your behavior of whether or not you are saying no. Another sign that you've separated or that you're not seeing purpose as synonymous with career
1: is the mood
0: or the success of your career doesn't determine your entire affect. So if you've had a hard day at work, yeah, you might be kind of bummed. But it doesn't mean you're void of the potential for there to be some joy.
1: You don't make career
0: dictate every mood that you experience. You find a way to create some sense of distinction. And the way to do that is to not overemphasize the value of your career. Yeah, your job matters. It's serving a purpose. But it's not the
1: purpose. Remember that.
0: And so now I want to share a couple ideas. I've kind of weaved them in throughout this episode. But here, specifically, here are some ideas on how to help yourself Remove this, what is it, synonymism, synonymousness, <laughs> anyways, for you to not make career equal purpose, but to be a supporter of purpose without being the end-all be-all of purpose. Here are some ideas for how to do that. The first thing I think can help is to talk about your purpose in a broader sense, If every time you go to think about what's my purpose, you think about your job, it means you've narrowed it too much. And so we want to zoom out, zoom out, zoom out on your Google map here, (laughs) hit the, the negative sign and hit that. So it zooms way out to the world at large and you can say, okay, what feels like my purpose? And sometimes the purpose can be one word. Like I mentioned before, it could be a theme. Sometimes it's a theme like forgiveness. Sometimes it's an emotion. And if you're not sure what that theme is, and it might not only be a word, there might be a sentence with it. But if you're not sure, that's when you want to drop into your soul. Tap into that inner knowing within yourself and ask that part of you. That is you
1: hey, soul,
0: what do you see as my purpose here? What do you want me to know about that purpose? How do you define purpose for me? And here's answer. If you want to be guided through a process to do that, join me in one-on-one coaching. This is what I do with my clients when they're wanting to tap in to that inner wisdom. So that's that first step is to... Define your purpose in a broader sense. So it's not using career language. And then once you do that, what that does is it helps you see the vision of your purpose beyond a specific job. So it's a way to broaden your definition of purpose for yourself so that there's room for things beyond career to represent it and be a way to achieve it. So the next step that I like to give people is to then get specific in other areas. So now that you have this generalized sense of a purpose that isn't just about your career, now how can we get specific, hit that plus icon on our Google maps, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in on different aspects of life and bring those into the purpose conversation. So let's zoom in on relationships. How can you live out your purpose in your relationships? How can you live out that purpose, that theme, that vision that you've identified for yourself with your approach to your own physical health, with what you eat, with the exercises that you do or don't do? And what about with your hobbies in general? How can that be a way to fulfill and support that purpose? And what about your spirituality? How is that linked to the purpose overall? And so see what we've done is we've allowed ourselves to not make it all about career, but then to play with each of these different aspects of life to see ways in which those specifically can help support our purpose. And this exercise, I have described it here for those who overemphasize career, but this can fit in other ways too. Like if everything about your life is about going to the gym and you work out multiple hours a day and everything in what you do seems to be consumed by the exercises that you are doing, the way that you're eating. It's all about physical health. Everything is physical health. You might have made physical health synonymous with purpose. And so help yourself to see, okay, zoom out. What is the theme? Okay, zoom in on all areas of life. How do I want that to be supported in my relationships, in my career, in my spirituality, in things beyond physical health? And the same process can work. This is where people often ask me about my views on balance. Are we meant to live a balanced life? And what I think, and the way that I see this, is it's not that we're looking for balance in the sense of equalness, that We should focus on our career and our relationships and our physical health and our psychological health and our spiritual health all equally. It's not the way that I see it. It's not about an equal distribution of time and energy focus. But there are aspects of all within life, and it's about how you feel. Do you feel in harmony with yourself? Less about balance, but more about harmony. Harmony is centered, is grounded, and maybe it is emphasizing a particular area of life more than others, and that's okay, but it's not to the detriment of harmony, of your internal sense of harmony. And so considering that can help you to see if you do feel out of whack with the way you've been prioritizing these different avenues of life. The next step I want to offer you to help you separate the synonymousness of career and purpose, to make them not synonymous, is designate specific time each day to not talk about work. And I did this with one of my clients, and one of the, the difficult things for this client is it wasn't just about her job that she serves, you know, her nine to five. It was also about her entrepreneurial endeavors. And so basically if she wasn't at work, she was thinking about all her entrepreneurial plans that she had in place in the different businesses that she had, that she was running. And so there was never any time then for her to be focused 100% on her children. And that bothered her. She was out of harmony with that. And so What we did was we defined a specific time each day where she would put her phone away, so she could focus on her kids. And I remember we we were saying in the session, I was like, I don't care if you put need to put your phone like between your mattresses of your bed, so that you have to go through so much work to go get your phone during that window. I want I want you to make it easy for you to succeed at this, and so that means. Turn off your phone and hide it from yourself for those two hours or turn off your computer, leave your computer at work or go somewhere outside where there's no service. Do, do things that can help you to be successful at this. And yeah, at first your mind will wander back to career because you've trained it to only focus there. But as you notice that, take a deep exhale out and refocus on your children in front of you. And so that's what she did. And this is what helped her get back into harmony with herself. She created space by creating rules and regulations really around herself and when she was going to allow herself to focus on career and when she was not. And this doesn't mean for all of life she now has to maintain this specific window of time. This is, this is the triage moment, though. Like if you have struggled with some type of substance use disorder, what you do first is you get yourself out of the situation where you'd be more inclined to intake in that substance. So if you walked home past your favorite liquor store or where you'd always buy your cigarettes, you walk home a different route now so that you don't have to see that store to trigger that memory. And the same thing applied to the situation I just described with my client. Her equivalent of the liquor store, the cigarettes, was her phone because her phone was the way in to work. So remove that and it helps her to stay on point with what she does want to create for her life. So you can do that too to help yourself de-emphasize career as the end-all
1: be-all. And the
0: last item I want to share as a way to help yourself with this is to plan a vacation. This doesn't have to be like a 10-day excursion out of the country. This could be a weekend getaway. It could even be a day trip. My husband and I did this a couple weeks ago. We went to the zoo. It was the same zoo that I went to as a child. So it was really fun actually to get to see the different ways in which the zoo is changed but also still the same and it was it was really cool actually because I hadn't been there in like probably like 15 to 20 years. I don't even know. It's been a long time, but I used to go a ton. And so going back to this zoo that I hadn't been to for a while, it was such a trip because randomly my brain would be like, "Whoa, I know I know what's coming next. If you turn around that corner, there'll be the penguins." And and it was so fun to see like my childhood like reemerge <laughs> throughout the zoo. And, and so it wasn't this crazy long vacation where we had to go way out of our way. No, it was a 40 to 50 minute drive to go to this zoo. And we spent a couple hours there. And then we went and we got food afterwards, but it was an easy way to take a vacation, to do a day trip into free your mind from your career. And so sometimes it helps to do something that is stimulating externally. And so it's a way to grab your mind because the mind, if it's bored and you're often used to making your career into your purpose, if your mind doesn't have other things to focus on, it's a lot easier for it to refocus on career. And so the zoo was a great way for me to separate from focusing on my career so much in those moments because there's so much going on in the zoo. So the stimulation helped me be present, helped me to be grounded. And then as you continue on, you can practice not needing so much external stimulation and attention grabbing features in order to to stay in the moment. But as you're starting this out, it can be a great way to help yourself to separate from everything being about your job. Okay, so that is where I'll wrap us up today. Remember, purpose is not synonymous with career. Separate the need for career to be the way you fulfill your purpose. Make purpose into a broader vision. See how all aspects of life can fit into serving it, and it'll help you come to harmony. It'll help you to have a sense of groundedness and centeredness and inner peace as you live out your purpose in all avenues of life. Career, being a part of it, but not being the whole of it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to BeliefSeed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with soul.